everyone. Welcome back to Mama Pang's Parenting Podcast. Um, today we're going to talk about listening and um, we're going to figure out ways that we can be better listeners for our kids. Um, thanks again for tuning in. Please um, subscribe and then also uh, leave me a comment and give me a rating. That helps so much. Um, kind of wish we were doing a video right now. I have my two helpers with me, um, our dogs. Our dogs decided that, you know, they should help out. They should be close. And so Milton and Stella are right here beside me, but my voice has lulled them to sleep. <laughs> I hope that's not what's happening for you. Um, so today we're going to talk about being a better listener to our kids. This topic really came up as I'm working with a group um, in a training to become a better listener. And I think it's something that um, no matter what your level of listening, I think we can always improve. We can always learn a new little nugget or tidbit um, that's going to help us be better listeners or just working on that listening, especially to our kids. And they're going to benefit from it. We're going to benefit from it. So here are my thoughts on being a better listener. First of all, when your kids come in, oftentimes um, it's with a heightened like emotion, right? They might be angry, frustrated, overly excited, could have all range of emotions, but they're coming at it pretty big. So first thing for you is to breathe. A couple deep breaths right? So that you don't jump in and react to this situation. Good, bad, or indifferent, um, reacting can kind of uh, limit your ability to listen. It can come across as brushing them off, right? If you're reacting right away, or um, we sometimes get into that habit of listening to answer, like we're going to jump in, give you an answer, solve your problem. I know that's been an issue for me, um, especially parenting, because we want to help, right? When they started as infants, every sound they made was a cue, and we were there to solve whatever issue it was. Dirty diaper, we're hungry, we're frightened, um, we're uncomfortable. So we're always there trying to fix something. So it's really a habit, and we need to step back from that habit. So take that deep breath, and then realize not everything needs fixing, even if it's coming across as a big problem, right? We're not listening to answer. Uh, we're listening so that they can be heard. So the first piece is to create a safe space. We think about it as being um, a place, right? That space is a place, but it can just be when you're together, wherever you're together. You're creating a space where if they need you, they need to talk excited or sad or angry and all the other emotions um, that it's like safe to get your attention and that you're going to pay attention to them and they can share. So that safe space looks like putting down your phone. I know we're all addicted. Like it's better than crack. It's better than sugar. We're all addicted, but we're not listening to each other. I know people are like, I can multitask. Mm-mm, not with your phone. So put your phone down. Create some eye contact. 
Create some space where they know you're attending to this. Do not brush them off or they won't talk to you, especially when they get older. Okay, no judging, right? Oh, you're overreacting. Hey, just calm down. No, no. Stop. Give them your attention and let them know. I'm getting a sense you've got something to say. I want to be a good listener here. And then that allows you to get to the next space. So you're going to acknowledge that you're listening. You're going to make that eye contact. Some kids need you to snuggle them. Other kids want you to get out of their face. Um, You have options there. Sit back to back. You don't have to be touching, but sit back to back. One of the other studies that's out there is how much sharing goes on in your car because you're not right together. They feel a little bit more open if that's their personality to share. Lots of good space there um, as long as you're tuned in, right? So no judging, no dismissing, really give them some eye contact. But I'm going to give you one area that you really do want to be careful about. Please be careful about the word yes. It is a common word that we insert. Just think about how often you say it with maybe a coworker or a spouse or in a group setting, like you're out with a bunch of friends and you're saying yes a lot as you're listening. That can get you into some serious trouble. Um, Yes can sometimes sound like you're totally agreeing. So your child comes in, they're very angry. Um, They're telling you how so-and-so did this and that. And if you're saying yes too often, which you're not, you don't want to like not validate their feelings. But if you're saying yes, they could be saying something like, well, I need to stop being their friend forever. And I'm going to write them mean notes. And you're saying yes. Yes comes from this place of trying to acknowledge them, but again, be careful. Sometimes you are overdoing it and you're agreeing to something that you may not agree with. Um, Head nods, those are great. You're not really communicating anything, but I'm listening. Now, be careful. The old head up and down is yes, so be careful with that one as well, but really give them your attention, your presence, right? If your arms are crossed and you're looking at them with a frown, that's pretty judgy and you're not giving them that safe space to talk to you. So kind of check your posture, um, trying to give yourself a little bit of that relaxed posture. I am a, oh, I'm such a face maker. Um, <laughs> it worked out really great when I taught kindergarten. Um, but I have to kind of check myself because Sometimes when I'm listening really carefully, I furrow my brow pretty darn deep and it can come across as a real scowl. So just kind of check yourself. Soften those facial features. Again, make that eye contact. Check your posture. These are really um, important pieces to listening. So you've really got to create that safe space. Don't dismiss your kids. Um, Give them your attention. Got to put that phone down. Maybe turn the TV off. Um, they need that. They need to know that you're really there listening. And um, then the other piece is don't forget to repeat back what you're hearing them say. You know, as listeners, we, we can often get 
to where we hear one thing and somebody else, no, they're saying this. So in fact, there's a, uh, a therapy out there. I think it's mostly couples, but I think it works when there's a struggle, when you're not connecting with your child. It's called Imago Therapy. And part of that, part of the big takeaway for me is that you repeat back what you heard. Now, it can feel really foreign at first, uh, robotic, like, hmm, I hear you saying, (laughs) but I'm telling you, as you practice it, make it your own, then it's going to come across as, okay, it sounds like this. Am I hearing you correctly? Did I miss anything? So you can see the difference in that. So you're checking to see, am I hearing you correctly? Um, Also, model listening in your home with your spouse or significant other with other people in your life. Um, The more we model, remember, kids always pick up on what we're doing. And remember the old saying, do as I say, not as I do. doesn't work that way. (laughs) They are really watching our behavior. So when you can model that listening, that stance, putting your your technology aside, um, repeating back or asking for clarification, fabulous. You are modeling what they need to hear or what they need to see. Um, And then once you've gotten that, I hear what you're saying, then you've got some space to ask some questions. It can be things like, oh, tell me more about that. Um, I'm thinking a lot of times with excitement, that might come a little easier. Um, be careful not to brush it off. Ooh, that's cool. Yay, you. <laughs> but you know, tell me a little bit more about it. Um, don't be afraid to step into that with anger, frustration, um, your child feeling shame, all those emotions. It's okay to step in and ask, you know, can you tell me more about this? And then check their feelings. How are you feeling about it? Um, it, it may be something where you say, well, it sounds like you are really sad, but are there other emotions that go with it? Or do you want to tell me more about how sad you're feeling? So you're really stepping in, um, and helping to hold those emotions. And then it's a good idea. You know, remember we want to fix things. It's a good idea to go ahead and ask, Hey, is this something you just want to tell me? Or, um, would you like some input or some help with this? You know, you're giving them power and autonomy. Sometimes all we need is to be heard. Boy, am I really mad. My brother did this and ooh, okay. Do you want to tell me more then after I've held your emotions with it and I've acknowledged I'm listening? Or was it you just have to get this off your chest? Think of how many times you come home and you just want to rant and rave about something you don't want anybody to fix it. You just want, here, share this with me. Um, So we need to offer that to our kids and we need to model it. And then it's okay to also check in, you know, kind of that, how did I do without saying, how did I do? Say, oh, thank you. Thank you for, you know, telling me all this. Are you really feeling heard right now? And that again, you're giving them some autonomy to say, yeah, or, no, I need to tell you more. Or, I don't feel like I'm getting, you know, your attention completely. And be open to that. Our kids are brutally honest. Okay? And you you want to, f- like, nurture this honesty. So don't shut it down. Um, it's, just, it's just some keys to listening. And 
we can all practice this, right? Like I said, I'm in this group to, you know, learn more and refresh my listening skills that are going to pay off as I'm um, coaching and supporting parents. Um, so just those are the ways to kind of step in with that. Um, I appreciate the listening. I think y'all are fabulous. Don't forget to share this with your tribe. Um, anybody, it's never you saying, ooh, you're doing it wrong. It's saying, wow, this is a, a cool perspective or I got some information out of this. If you want to listen, here's Mama Pang's podcast number, what are we on? 47. Um, so never feel like it's, oh my God, you're a terrible parent. <laughs> you know, you're not telling them that. Or if you are, do it in a really nice way. <laughs> um, so that's what I want to share with you right now. Again, reach out if you have questions or concerns, please share and listen and subscribe. Be well, everyone.